to the ether today is wednesday august 24th 2022 today on the ether the tezos pack with arthur b let's take a listen hello 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 the space is populating fast which is great um yeah so i wanted to do this space today to really talk about the tezos foundation permanent art collection and uh where we're at, um, where we're heading, what we can share about where we're heading. And, um, you know, have a conversation with Arthur as well. Um, and hopefully Kathleen, I think she's she's going to be joining as well, um, to, to also have a, um, a, a more of a bird's eye view of what NFTs um, are in regards to the Tezos ecosystem. Um, I think a lot of people would love to just just get a little bit of a, a a point of view from from you as well, there, Arthur. Hello, Arthur. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. I'm here. Hi, Emerson. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for orga- organizing this. No, no, no. It's my it's my pleasure. And um, I think really, you know, starting from the beginning, um, before I met you uh, and Kathleen, I was you know a hardcore fan and collector of of nfts on tezos and um you know serendipitously we we met i don't know how long ago it was you know six months ago i guess something uh, like that yeah and, and 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 really really started talking but before we get into into the genesis of of the pac um loads of people are you know uh, they, they see you've got a tezard <laughs> i do i've had my tether it's been over a year now i think since uh, the tether collection dropped um what 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 is what is just nfts on tezos um you know from your observation in terms of market growth and importance for the ecosystem what's your your point of view on that you know i i the thing is like i don't think i have a very um it's it's a bit funny because I, I, I do get involved in a lot of um, these things, but I don't think that I have a very privileged point of view on this um, because a lot of my time uh, is mostly around engineering desk. I'm really, really mm-hmm. focused on helping scale um, mm-hmm. Tezos. You know, we were um, one of the first, we're not the first proof of stake blockchain, you know, they were um, NXT and a few others before, but we were the first one to launch with slashing, you know, at, at, at scale, we were the first um, staking protocol, uh, like widely supported. And, um, you know, now proof of stake is the industry standard. And I, I, I want Tezos to be a pioneer again in scaling. And so I, a lot of my, um, a lot of my uh, my my, uh, my waking hours are spent thinking about engineering, thinking about scaling Tezos, um, trying to empower it in the ecosystem, trying to connect uh, founders and uh, uh, and um, and investors, trying to connect uh, developers and entrepreneurs. So I, I do a lot of that, <laughs> and, and and in the midst of all this, I do uh, I do browse Twitter, I do browse Object.com. So I I I have some idea, but I'm not. 
so I, I have some knowledge, but I'm definitely not the most knowledgeable person about uh, about this in the space. Like I turn to some of um, the people in, uh, in our ecosystem, and you know they, they they teach me a lot about what's going on on uh, mm-hmm. on Tezos. It's just it's just too much for one person to take in. Yeah, well, I mean, from my point of view, it's been a remarkable um, journey um, for artists, right? You know, from the early Higginland days, to, you know, where artists were just supporting other artists, um, and it's it's grown into, gosh, you know, the, the, the world class generative work on FX Hash to Versum, the Teo community, Eight Bidu, um, yes, oh, you know, the, the Marina Abramovich drop, um, so so many. Um, you know, quite quite innovative and um, you know free flowing expressions of creativity that is smart contract enabled have happened on Tezos. In regards to how you know we met, we we, we spoke. Uh, I spoke openly about you know looking across the space on Ethereum, Solana, Cardano, and and the lack of um, you know support for diverse art- artists from people of color to. Again, trans community, women, um, people that are nonverbal, um, Latin America, people that worship different gods, a whole broad range of people. And, you know, when when I initially put it to you and then obviously the foundation, um, it, 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 it was um, something that I, I felt at the time, and this is before the bear market, right, that would mm-hmm. be a, a really strong indication of a community that... Um, recognizes the importance of the artists in its space and i think that was a sort of the first conversation we had yeah uh, and but you know the, the the funny thing about this uh the bear market is if you look at the activity on um in terms of nft on uh, on Tesla's and marketplace it's actually been stable or even has increased in some um, in some areas um in Tesla space and that's not super surprising to me because I think a lot of people put all NFTs in the same basket, but I would say there's a very big difference between artists selling, you know, a one-off, um, uh, you know, one-of-one um, edition or 25 pieces edition, and they're selling this to a collector who enjoys it, you know, and it's primarily a primary sell. That is not really affected all that much by crypto markets. Yeah, you know, people dropping 600 different PFP collections a day and, you know, like uh, when, when it's mostly a gambling vehicle, that's going to be very, very sensitive to crypto markets. I don't think, I, I don't think that's the case because it's, it's, it's not a crypto market, it's an art market. Mm-hmm. And the art market is its own thing. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And um, if anything, it feels like um, a snowball effect is happening um, in, in terms of, um, onboarding of artists, but also the amount of people that are, you know, are, are talking about the Tez ecosystem, and many of them are listening uh, now. Um, I, th- I think, w- w- from my point of view, when I was a- awarded the funds um, to begin to uh, acquire, I had already been collecting for so long. I had a really good idea of many of the artists that had already been in the space, but I also knew. And this is a you know quite an important point that many artists from parts of the developing world would have an easier journey into Tezos. Um, the minting cost is so low. Um, yeah. You you can make mistakes. You you know you can be creative. You can burn things, and you can you can begin your journey at a more um, accessible price. And I think many many artists from India, um, a lot from Turkey. Uh, Argentina, Nigeria, Ghana, South Africa, um, Kenya have have come on. I would say in the last three or four months, 
And it's been really, really interesting to see that how much that has added to an already, you know, thriving community. No, it's fantastic to see. I mean, you know, um, I would say for the past 10 years, um, by and large, um, there's been some use cases that have worked for blockchains, but blockchains have struggled to get, you know, like meaningful use cases that are not just like transient hypes. And, you know, I love that the biggest use case that we've seen on, uh, on, on Tezos is one which is, you know, like really sound and actually, you know, meaningful and, and, and is making a big difference. Uh, it's 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 so much better than a lot of the other use cases we've seen uh, we've seen growing in the ecosystem. So I'm I'm really thrilled by that by by you know by the impact that it can be making. No, thank you. Well, I think it's 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 the it's the community um, more than the sum of one person. Um, I I I've really enjoyed experiences. You know, and I've spoken about this on many spaces of um, people. You know, because the, the DGEN culture, I would say, wasn't wasn't necessarily um, on Tezos. <laughs> Even though you have a Tezard, I wouldn't say that it was TFP mm. culture. That built- it was not. It was not. like One of the things that I really like about the Tezard, um, I, I did like the art, but also um, it was all the communication around it. You know, it was, it wasn't taking itself seriously. Um, and uh, you know, th- th- there was a, a, an FAQ on a website and saying like, what's the roadmap? Haha, <laughs> there's no roadmap. You're just buying this for the art. Like well, of course, and it's it and it's weird um, for me how like in some ways a lot of this a lot of these PFPs like some of them are based on like some hypothetical roadmap that I'm not sure anyone really buys, mm-hmm. or, or 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 based on the idea that there's going to be a story around a roadmap and no one really buys it, but we all agree to like push the story. It's it is weird and and you know the thesis was unapologetically just about the art. It's like hey, this is nice. This is a fun thing, mm-hmm. and you can have this fun thing. And I really uh, I really enjoy that. I'm not you know buying into a, a, a gigantic community of thesis or anything like that. No, I just I just like the um, <laughs> I just like the fun irreverent lizard. That's all. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with an irreverent lizard. Um, and it's, it's been your PFP for ages. I don't think. Have you changed it since you bought it? Or have you always been a Tezard? I have not. Uh, I, I'm, so I am conflicted because I like some variety in my uh, profile picture. So I would like to change a bit my uh, my profile picture once in a while. But I do feel like if I I, I don't want to send this message around the desert, so I, I don't know. Maybe I should rotate it, like have it once a week or something like that. Because I, I I like I like I would like Zadie to uh, to showcase different images on my profile as well. But yeah, no, I, I haven't changed it in in over a year. And and a lot of people are DMing me some 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 I think questions that are only for you, Arthur, which is. The big one is, you know, where in the next two years um, do, would you like to see um, Tezos, you know, as an ecosystem? What, what are the priorities for you? I think a lot of people are really keen just to get your point of view on that. Oh, there's a different there's a difference between like where would I like to see, which is in the realm of wishes, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's gonna what's gonna happen. Uh, I obviously, you know. Uh, the way where I would like to see Tezos is I want to, Tezos to be as successful as possible. Um, there's many ways to measure success. By and large, I think they correlate to uh, they correlate to each other. But you know, if we have millions of daily active users of the chain and uh, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of companies being built on the on the, on the Tezos network and applications, mm-hmm. and you know, and and all of that, then 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 we're doing something well and and we're in good shape. So that's uh, that's where I would like to see the. Uh, this ecosystem. What are the priorities? Um, so the question is, how do we get there? And mm-hmm. there's 
basically two challenges to that. One is um, like the Tizzle's ecosystem itself, like how as an ecosystem do we accommodate for this? Uh, I can talk a bit about that. And the other one is a competitive landscape. So because people have the choice of many different blockchains today when they build an application and how do we reach out to these people and convince them that the best the best way to do to, to build their uh, their companies or their application is on uh, is on Tizzle's. Mm-hmm. So for the first one, um, I think scaling is going to be a very important part of the story. Uh, like you said, a lot of people came to Tezos because the fees were cheap and um, it, it allowed people to be creative, it allowed people uh, the freedom to experiment without uh, you know, paying hundreds of dollars per transaction. And if we want to be successful, we need to have millions and millions of users. We want to like be very, very uh, uh, open, have very has as wide of a participation as possible. How do you keep? How do you have that while keeping the fees low? Mm-hmm. And for you know, I would say over the past few years, this is something that was more of a research problem, and it turned more into an engineering problem. That's mm-hmm. the good news. We know how to do that. Uh, it's a matter of building it, and we started building it. Um, the first uh, elements for this were in the. Uh, in, uh, uh, in the Jakarta uh, protocol, there's more coming in Kathmandu uh, and in the next L uh, protocol. So it's coming, uh, it's coming, it's it's coming progressively in uh, in the, the scaling. The scaling, of course, is not just that's just a core protocol. It's more than that. It's uh, tooling. It's the ecosystem. It's the explorers. It's the wallets. It's a whole, I would say, um, environment of tools and services and um, and infrastructure that's important for for builders. So that's what we can do internally. Um, externally, in terms of the competitive landscape, there's a lot of very well-funded competitors uh, who have been. Uh, you know, doing very, very well in terms of business development, in terms of marketing. So we need to uh, uh, we need to make a, a position here. I think there's different things we can uh, we can do. Um, by and large, I would say a good focus is on the um, on a developer on a developer acquisition uh, front. Mm-hmm. We've had great builders in this ecosystem. I think we need to lean on that. 2021 was mostly focused on just like broad brand recognition. And I think the lesson yeah. from that is that um, some of the biggest successes came from all the applications that have been built on the blockchain, all the builders that came in. So let's double down on that. Um, uh, creators, builders, entrepreneurs, dreamers, let's bring as many people of, uh, as possible on the uh, on the platform. And um, the way we do that is more you know, s- simple things, but more meetups, more hackathons, uh, and trying to build a pipeline to help people basically grow from like an ID to a project, to maybe even a commercial venture on the on a, on a Tezos blockchain. So it's, it's, it's rethinking that I think is a big part of the puzzle. It's also explaining our story a little more clearly um, and like letting people understand the benefits of Tezos, um, the fact that we're actually decentralized. We have a lot of competitors out there mm-hmm. who, who are really not decentralized. Uh, they're like chains controlled by uh, a five out of eight multi-signature. Uh, that's that's standard now. And I think, especially for applications like uh, like like art, but also finance, like decentralization matters enormously. Mm-hmm. So letting people understand that we can scale, we can have very very high throughput, and still be able to be decentralized. It will be a key part of that of that of that story. I feel like I'm talking a lot about uh, no, <laughs> this. No, no, I, I think I think, I think um, a, a lot of people don't, don't always have. Um, the 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 uh, time to to to, to or your time to, to to hear on spaces. I mean, going back to the permanent art collection, I am um, I'm nearing the end of of my tenure. I would say um, definitely more 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 towards the end than I am towards the beginning. 
And from my point of view, it's 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 just been a a, a great honor. You know, I've been um been able to see what it means to empower um, artists in the digital age in a, a scalable border, borderless world that you know in in the traditional art space would be absolutely impossible. Um, and then I've seen what the artists do when they are empowered. Um, so above and beyond them creating art, I've seen what they're doing with collaborations. I've seen them redeploying a lot of the liquidity um, from their sales um, back into the ecosystem. Um, and I don't know whether you can even answer this, Arthur, because I, I think we're all figuring it out. Maybe you want to share a bit or, or not. But, you know, like the plans after me, <laughs> um, is there anything you, you would want to share with the community? on? Because everyone asks me this and I'm like, well, I, I'm probably not the right person to answer. Um, um... Personally, I don't have plans. I have plans to make plans. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no concrete plans are mostly what I'm saying is like, I think we need to, um, I think we need to do more with the collection mm-hmm. um, that, we, that we already have. So one thing we're doing now is uh, displaying it on, uh, on a website, mm-hmm. but um, I'd like to do more things, uh, uh, get a virtual gallery to, uh, going, but also like start rotating physical exhibits of the yep. collection in different places. So like, uh, let's let, let's look at it. Let's look at um, let's also look at the data. Um, let's look at you know like um, uh, well the impact. Mm-hmm. Let's try to learn as much as we can because I think the concept of uh, having a permanent connection and growing it is great, and I think it's something we're going to keep doing in the future. But before we launch the next edition, let's try to uh, basically see, uh, you know like do a uh, do an analysis and learn as much as possible and learn as much as possible about uh, about this first uh, mm-hmm. about this first edition of the collection, and then uh, we can do uh, um, and then we can iterate on uh, yeah. on that and, yeah. and maybe we learn maybe we learn that you know what. That was a perfect way to do it. And there's nothing we can improve. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do it again. Uh, <laughs> no, I doubt that. I mean, I've learned. I mean, on that point, I've learned so many <laughs> lessons myself. Because I'm, you know, I wanted. I am an irregular curator, right? I'm. I'm someone mm-hmm. that 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 looks in places few do. I would say I'm someone that was a big collector on Tezos. You know, many, many, many of the artists that I've collected are already in my own collection. You know. Um, from OG artists like Strange Case to um, mm-hmm. m- many, many, many others that, you know, and, and the, the community obviously, you know, isn't used to a collector that may have already been collecting on his personal account. And I think that's something that I've learned. Um, because Why, of, Sorry, but that, that doesn't make sense. Like you can't... You can't ask someone to be a collector if they have no experience collecting. Yeah, well, I think I think no, but I, <laughs> I think it's 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 more so that because of the um, you know many people are quite commercially minded in this space, so the mm-hmm. the idea that you know um, I will be collecting uh, a lot of work that I've I have in my own private collection, you know. Well, you didn't you didn't collect the one from your collection, so no, the, uh... no, no, I would I would never do that. And the, and 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 the other thing is 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 you know the the amount of work that I'm doing, trying to lift artists that haven't been collected in a while, picking up a lot of editions, um, seeing if their floor um, would go up, um, gifting a lot of 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 art into the community is something that I've learned that you know not everyone is crazy about. So you know it's yeah it's, I. I, I... <laughs> 
Look, I've been in this space for years. I've been, you know, they are, they, they, they you're not going to please everyone. Uh, like, especially in the blockchain, uh, especially in the blockchain space, I, I wouldn't, I would, I, I wouldn't, uh, I, I wouldn't give too much, uh, too much weight to that. If, if, if you do, you know, you'll go, uh, you'll go crazy. I've, I've learned to, uh, I've learned to tune it out over the years. So, yeah. honestly, I, I, I think the collection looks absolutely great, and. Uh, you know, there's a uh, what's it called? Uh, I forgot. There's there's this saying which is a, a Norman saying in the, in uh, uh, in English, which is only swaki mali pense, and you know that's what I would say here. I, I, I don't know what the good English translation. <laughs> you know, only swaki mali pense. It's like uh, sh shame on him who thinks evil of it, which is the motto of the Order of the Garter in England. So that's uh, that's what I would say. That is quite a poetic answer, yeah. Um, I guess I'm a sensitive soul um, and, and want the community to, uh, to, to, to know that it, you know, it's always the best intention, right? So thank you for saying that. Um, it's, it's, it's really interesting, um, you know, the ETH merge <laughs> that's coming in a few weeks and uh, a, a lot of people are wondering what that will mean for the NFT space, the collectible and crypto art space in totality. Um, in terms of your understanding, you know, what forks and, you know, how, how all of that works collectively, um, what, what should, it, should, should we expect, like from, from an ecosystem point of view, do, do you think it's going to change a lot, um, you know, holistically, the, the whole space? Um, I mean, so thoughts about the East merge. Uh, Obviously, I'd, I'd prefer it. <laughs> I'd prefer it if we if we remained, you know, the the the, the proof of stake blockchain and that and, and and Ethereum didn't do it. But you know, after after six years of trying, they're finally going to get there. Um, the the thing that the thing that bugs me is that they, they managed to turn the media into this big like, oh, it's a huge accomplishment. It's huge. It's a merge, and the assumption is kind of like, well, it must be a huge deal because it took them six years. But that's not how it works. Uh, they're basically joining the entire rest of the industry um so you know it's, it's a thing it's not going to solve uh, ethereum's um uh transaction fee vows so um this is still has those so uh, it's still going to have those problems it does not address congestion on the ethereum network so it's still going to um uh, have to deal with very high fees for uh for so ethereum but yeah go down like i mean not 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 merely by moving to proof of stake that's not going to like get the cost of gas okay. down okay. Uh, if they do other things you know they have the merge and then they have uh, the surge and then the 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 the, the verge and the splurge and they had, <laughs> they have a long list of things. So you know maybe it takes them eight or six years between each uh, each iteration like it has in the past. Um, but no, I don't I don't think it's going to be a massive um, change in the uh, in the ecosystem overall. Um, they've marketed um, a lot uh, around the around the merge and of course you know it's uh, it had the interest of the press, but you know it's. It'll happen. I think it'll happen. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and after that, so what? You know, it's uh, you know, there'll be proof of stake, but Solana is proof of stake. Polkadot is proof of stake. Cosmos is proof of stake. Tos is proof of stake. Everyone, right. you know, every, 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 everyone's proof of stake. Uh, the, the funny thing though is that they have a kind of an older generation proof of stake. Like they 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 stumbled upon this design a while ago, and it took them a long time to implement it and uh, and deploy it. And so they're not very uh, they're not very nimble. That's um, that I would say uh, part of the uh, uh, part of a problem that they have for the development of um, of the core protocol for Ethereum.
Okay. Well, but okay. good, good. Let them not be nimble. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think that was unbiased <laughs> response. Sorry, that's my, that's my very biased. That's my very <laughs> biased opinion on, <laughs> on Ethereum. I, I I was thinking for for the next the last sort of ten minutes, um, it may be worth just sort of having just a few people come up and um, talk about their experience um, with uh, crypto art and Tezos. If do you still have, do you have ten minutes? I have plenty of time. Oh, okay. Okay, so if anyone wants to come up, um, please, can you request, uh, if this thing doesn't run, let me uh, let me see what's going on. Art Jedi Sunny, Ball is Life, what's going on, Lawrence? Um, I, How I you doing? Know. I'm good, I'm good. I don't know um, whether any of you have met Arthur virtually or, or not, but he's here. So I thought we could, um, you know, um, have community members talk about their experience specifically in the art world and also what what for better or worse the PAC has been for them in in in, in the community um it'll be quite a nice conversation i think to have over me how's it going arthur uh, it's a pleasure to meet Hi. you likewise well misan's uh, talking about experiences and i think um you know, I haven't stopped talking about my Tezos experience ever since I discovered uh, art on Tezos. Uh, I believe a few months ago, uh, I've been collecting. A, I've been collecting on ETH for for a very long time now, and I'd always wanted to come and collect on Tezos. But uh, you know, I don't know. It was just uh, inertia, I guess. Uh, and then uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, speak, uh, hearing Misan talk about art on Tezos is. Uh, Almost listening uh, to uh, Beethoven talk about music. So, uh, oh, you know, stop uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is, uh, that is a ringing endorsement. Uh, so it was. Uh, and, uh, you know, he was kind enough to uh, share his own wallet with me. And that gave me the rabbit hole to go down under. And let me tell you, I haven't stopped since. And, uh, you know, the one thing that I really enjoy is that I'm getting to explore, um, you know, so, so many so, so many flavors of art, so many genres, so many subgenres, and, uh, you know, which I honestly could not have afforded to on ETH. Um, and, uh, you know, what I find pleasurable on, uh, on Tezos is the way that artists are expressing themselves uh, without the rigidity, um, you know, that is usually associated with, uh, or with uh, NFTs on Ethereum. Huh. And, uh, you know, I, I've really uh, kind of enjoyed uh, I think you know that's probably uh, the best way to describe it. I don't have a I don't have a background in art. Uh, in fact, uh, all my life I thought uh, I'm a sportsman. So I, all, all my life I thought sports and arts are on the opposite sides of the spectrum and they could never collide. Uh, but you know, here I am. Uh, you know, spending my days on Twitter, uh, listening to people, listening to conversations, and uh, you know, getting immersed in art. So. I guess uh, What's your sports. I, I played many. Uh, now I play tennis uh, twice, thrice a week. All right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but what I was uh, saying was before I sign off uh, is that I guess I owe you a thank you for uh, for all of this art on Tezos, Arthur. Well, I mean, you know, thanks the artist. Like I, you know, I don't, 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 don't thank me, but thank, thank you for, uh, thank you for coming, and you know, thank you for collecting on, uh, thank you for collecting all these uh, these pieces. I thank the artists every day, but I got this opportunity to thank you today. So uh, I guess uh, you know, thank you, and thanks, thanks to uh, everybody that's uh, that's contributing to art. All right, thank but, you too. 
Thanks, Sonny. Thanks. And your white Tez thread is still the greatest Tezos thread I've ever seen. I think it should be minted as an NFT. Um, I, I might just pin that in, uh, onto this space because it's just it's extraordinary. Um, I've got to do a special shout out for Baller's Life because, you know, one of the things about trying to acquire a broad range of, of workers, you know, recognizing that I don't know everything. Um, and, you know, he has helped me, um, especially on the generative art side of things, um, to understand the culture of FX hash, um, the history of, of the pieces. Um, and, 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 you know, him and, and Lonely Boy have really um, been my, you know, they are uh, the Jedis <laughs> uh, of my generative art experience. Um, how are you doing, sir? I'm all right. Um, how are you guys? Uh, hey, Arthur and, and everyone yeah. here. Uh, I, I met you very briefly at um, Proof of People. It was it was the first time I met Masan in person. Uh, right. It was it was really special that event. Um, I don't know if Nicole's listening, but everybody that that energy is is something that I think is representative of Tezos and, and something that I'm. I know I'm very grateful of um, every day. Uh, I, I, so like, there. I'm just like, you guys are describing it um, earlier about how it's kind of like still, like things are still being developed in in real time, and um, I don't know. There's like lots of outspoken community members about different things and i think it's like impossible for and i've realized this myself for like everyone to be satisfied about stuff and i'm just curious like if there's any like anything you would like look look forward to do doing in, in planning the next stages of this that um i don't know with with like some of the considerations like that community members have brought up um if that makes sense is that for me yeah yeah for both for both of of you guys um just and and i'm and i've been grateful to like have conversations with like with masan about some of this stuff and i've learned so much and i and there's so many artists which i would have never been able to discover um without this collection existing uh but yeah do you want to do you want to start reason do you want me to start um no, I, I i mean I, I i think it's um the fluidity of 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 the possibility of of um supporting art through the foundations um you know um really donation to artists right is is something that is really a first in the industry you know um um, that there, there are other chains that had the opportunity, I would say, to do this, and they didn't. And you know, we went into this, and it could have been, you know, uh, done, I guess, by traditional curators from the traditional art world. But my experience of many curators um, is that um, they don't always have the viewpoint um, that someone that is dedicated to casting his net um, further afield does. And that's why for me, it was personally very important that I was the first one because I could make sure that, uh, I mean, look at Dilek Uyar from Turkey there in the audience. 
um, National Geographic winner, right? <laughs> Not seen at all for a long time in this space. Blessing our tasks, people like that. It, it, it's really, really, I just felt that the blueprint of the, the sorts of people that I would find would, would um, at the very least, make sure that whoever takes over or continues will 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 definitely try and keep an open mind to the the variety of creators in this space and my concern was if it was many of my friends from the traditional world i i have seen them um, have a lot of uh, i would say quite a binary view on on um who's who's creating and i didn't want that so that that was definitely my point and it's been you know i'm i'm doing this for free i'm not you know i'm not earning any money from this i'm doing this um with my own time out of passion to um really um infuse um what this space could be if you if you like and um i i, I think um in the many iterations of what a permanent art collection will be hopefully sprinklings of what we've found down numerous rabbit holes will remind people that you know it's different in web3 you know all right and uh yeah for next durations uh like i said i think you know the first plan is to like uh basically like uh Take stock of the first iteration, uh, learn, learn as much possible from it, and then uh, and then and uh, and then trade on that. Uh, in terms of like, you're not going to please everyone, and the the, the, the interesting, you know, the, the part of the thing that comes, I would say, with the space of blockchain is that a lot of people who are attracted uh, to uh, uh, to crypto and Web three are people who are in general like going to be rejecting the status quo right if you're if you're happy with everything and and, and the way everything are you're not necessarily going to uh to be in the avant-garde or you're not going to try to push boundaries and, and and do any of that and so as a result um you come you know it it, it comes with the uh it comes with the territory and i'm grizzled because i've been uh i've been you know publicly involved with uh with this since 2016 and so i've kind of uh, i've kind of seen it all and i've learned to uh I never learned to. I've learned to tune it out, but it's you know uh, you're not gonna you're never going to uh, you're never going to please uh, everyone, especially if you're doing something like collecting, where basically you know you have like it's a curation job, like you have to uh, to decide what what you put in, what you don't put in. So no one's ever going to be uh, fully satisfied with uh, with everything. It's just impossible. But uh, I think that missing did an admirable job here at uh, you know at uh, for, for this collection in selecting a wide variety of uh, of artists underrepresented artists uh, and you know uh, and I think the collection is uh, I think the collection looks great so that's my uh, that's my general thinking on the, on the topic. Thanks, Arthur. Thanks um, and thanks for asking the question, Bull Um I. I we we have um Art Jedi's hand up. Um hello Art Jedi. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Hello, hello. Perfect. Hi. Hi Arta. We haven't met. Hello. I'm Art, hi, I'm Art Jedi. Uh, based in the UK and um I've been in the blockchain since last January. Um, I think someone has a hot mic, not sure. Um, so I've had the experience of um, really watching the the blockchain culture 
trickle into the contemporary art scene. Uh, and I've been an artist for about 15 years. And um, I have really witnessed it, how the ETH um, ecosystem developed. And, um, and then different blockchains and multi-chains evolved as well. And I just wanted to give my flowers to everybody, all the artists who've been from the very beginning, staunch believers of art on Tezos, beginning with Lawrence. Um, and I see my friend Victoria down there um, and so many names I could name pretty much, Tanya Rivelis, Richard, Lindsay, um, Matthews, so many amazing artists that I've seen um, really evolve and but also help shape the culture as well. I didn't get involved until literally the uh, last couple of months and I didn't even know Misan then um, much. <laughs> um, but the reason I felt inclined to come in uh, uh, and bring my art to Tezos was really this this amazing, electrifying, um, intriguing, and hopeful um, air of what's possible, the possibility, because I feel like that was hijacked on the ETH by a lot of greed. And because there isn't that much noise yet on Tezos, um, it really gave us the chance to catch the train again of the digital renaissance and what's the possible for artists. And from my, uh, from what I've seen, what's also really amazing is this, um, that all the artists highlight other artists. I've seen, I, I have not seen yet an artist who um, doesn't go and dig out some really remote artists that we don't even know in our own circles. So there are no cliques. There are no cliques on Tezos. That's like, I haven't seen that in any art circle, uh, IRL, in physical, or on blockchain. Because all of these crypto circles, they really thrive on their cliques. But on Tezos, it's really art for artists and artists for artists. Um, so I just wanted to appreciate that, send my love, um, and also say that I'm such a huge um, um proponent for Tezos art as well and really can't wait to see where this goes and I think Misan's done an amazing job of really highlighting artists from all the different corners of the planet regardless of their um, wherever they've come from or their style of art because I think the diversity and inclusivity are the pillars of the digital renaissance yeah these are my comments and nice to meet you wow thank you Jedi. thank you Thank you for your comments, and good to meet you too. Um, I, I, um, I've just let up a few more people, um, just so everyone can have a chance to, to 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 ask questions or speak. Pamela's hand is up. Hello, Pamela. Good morning, Miss San. Um, I'm just sitting here. It's morning time in Australia, and hi, Arthur. Art Jedi. Hi. I just love you. I just love hearing your 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 voice, and you call it as it is. Yes, you're quite right. The other blockchains, greed, tended to take over. So I just want to say that I'm a newbie to Tezos, right? I was introduced to Tezos three weeks ago, three weeks ago, right, by Victoria West, Lawrence Fuller, 
Trip King, Tezos Gaming and all the other. And I actually have to give props to Kevin too. He was there too. And I'd never heard of Tezos before. I launched my own, I'm a founder and an educator in Web3 space. I'm passionate about the fact it's innovative, it's inclusive, and we like to push boundaries. Um, that's what I do. I love it. So I got introduced three weeks ago. I've onboarded three artists in there already who are selling out. These are amazing artists in Australia who would not have been welcomed or seen or got eyeballs on in the bigger uh, blockchain and marketplaces. But not only that, I want to bring um, as many um, people, artists, NFT projects, businesses in Australia to the Tezos blockchain I, I feel that the warmth from the community, I hate the word community, but it's true. The warmth I feel, I feel like I'm part of the family. It's unbelievable how kind Victoria West, Lawrence Fuller, Crip King, they show me what they buy. And then I go on object and it's like, it's like a smorgasbord of beautiful art and things that you wouldn't see anywhere else. I'm so passionate about artists. I want them to get what they deserve and they deserve to earn a living from their art. They really, truly do because I wish I was creative. I don't have a creative bone or, or, or blood cell in my body, but I can feed off artists and it feeds the happiness in my soul. So what I want to do is I finally found a blockchain that is for the artists and, and a marketplace, but also for the business in Web3. and. I'm bringing the Poapathon to Australia on the 17th of September, right? I want to, I have people out on the ground on Sydney helping the people walking about to set up wallets to go and buy art on object on Tezos. So we're going to give them money to set up their wallets and then we're going to show them um, the Poapathon. Like, you know the way you used to do in the tuna fish? Now, I apologies. I don't know enough about all of this, but I'm I'm trying my best and I'm I'm going to reach out to you all for help because I really feel that um, we have an untapped audience, artists, Indigenous artists in Australia, New Zealand, that we can really, really help. And Australia seemed to be two steps behind everybody else. So I want to change that. And uh, I just want to thank you, Miss Anne uh, Lawrence, Crip King, Victoria, user awesome. Arthur, I've just listened to you this morning because I've seen everybody was in here. And I just want to thank everybody for the kind welcome. I'm a tiny fish. I'm only a wee Irish woman in Australia trying to make a difference in my two meter square. And the amount of 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 welcome, of of genuine people wanting to educate you about Tezos and art is awesome. I just want to thank you, Miss Anne. I love you. You're the most amazing uh, Pamela, Pamela, th th thank what? you. Just, <laughs> no, no, but thank you. Uh, and I, 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 I love um, how forthright you are in onboarding in Australia. Um, but one thing I wanted to just check, have you had any experience with the uh, permanent art collection? Have you seen any art there? Is there anything you would love to see um, in it? Or, or do you have any viewpoint on it whilst, whilst we have you on stage? Yes, I would love to see more Indigenous um, artists from um, the Aboriginal background mm. here in Australia. Genuinely, I really, really would. And um, that would be my only suggestion, just to give us a wee bit of... No, I love know, that. I mean, how on earth, if you if you have access to... You know, I do, I do, I do. Okay. Well, I just do, DM, DM me. 
that's that would be a great uh, you know that's, that's exactly awesome. what that's Thank exactly what we're so looking much. for you know but i wouldn't you know i don't think many people on the stage or in the room would know where to find aborigine um you know digital artists so if you have that that's that's huge um, yes i there's even a project there was a project that didn't get very much um you know time on on ethereum and the project was designed to bring Aboriginal artists together and I had the pleasure of meeting several of them because you know they don't get the recognition in any way shape manner or form they don't earn any money mm -hmm. it's not fair it's not right yeah. and we we need to make this inclusive so I, I can do that oh great I, I know that story well so happy happy to support in any way I can uh, thank you Pamela really nice to hear your voice and your support I wanted to um uh, just invite blessing to speak because you know as as a you know I am Nigerian and um, you know it's been um, a really interesting journey for me to see how African artists have decided that Tezos really is their home you know and if you we talk about data if you look at the fastest growing middle class cis on earth who are both in sub-Saharan Africa and in India um, the the potential onboarding opportunities for you know, Nigeria is what seventy percent uh, under thirty years old. You know, with, with majority of the youth having internet connected devices, it's a huge opportunity um, to onboard people, um, both builders and creatives. But you know, I came across Blessing as a uh, um, on 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 Clubhouse, and she she's a, an iPhone photographer, and um, no one believed that she took the pictures with a phone because they were just too good. And I then contacted my friends at Apple, and they didn't believe. Apple <laughs> itself could not believe. And as soon as um, you know everything was checked, Apple sent her a, a package of technology to to make sure um, her art was broadened. And you know, blessing. Um, you know, hello. I, I'd love you to to maybe just on on behalf. And I know uh, uh, CC Duma is here as well. But on behalf of what the permanent art collection has meant for you and your community as a black woman i'd love to just get a point of view as well if, if you're not too shy today <laughs> but yeah I'll, I'll i'll try and speak um hi everyone hi arthur hi Mesa. thank you so much for bringing me up um i just want to say this has been such uh, a fantastic opportunity for I, I think i speak for every one of us there from Africa, especially in this space, because um, I mean, it's quite obvious, like with other platforms, how it's been for us and how we've struggled. But like um, Tezos has given us like so much op opportunity, not just for ourselves, but like in order to help others in our communities, like support ourselves as well. So I think it is just a phenomenal opportunity for all of us. And I'm so grateful that, you know, Misan, you know, and I thought I able to like bring such idea together and create something that not just help us, but like everyone around the world. Because like I said, there was a time I said, like, if there's art, Missan will find it. And I think it's quite obvious what you've been able to do so far with your time. Um, and I don't know what to say because like, it's just been so helpful to all of us, um, especially us not even having a voice in this space. Um, I mean, African alone is, is one thing that sets us, sets, us, sets us back. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. Sets us back, you know, as people and, you know, just having this opportunity to be seen, to be heard and to be loved for our work, um, I think is just amazing. And 
I believe that each and every one of us here is very grateful for the opportunity that the Tezos Foundation has, you know, brought for us because I think it, it, ha it hasn't just helped us, but like also onboard like so many people into the into Tezos. I, I mean, I see like people, like different people every day joining Tezos, buying work and, you know, supporting each other. So, yeah, I think it's just phenomenal what is happening here. And I'm so grateful to be part of it. And for you and everyone else thank you <laughs> thank you thank you blessing and and um you know uh this is what we are originally set out right yeah. to do um following on you i see cc Aduma's there uh, another son of the soil what's your is there anything you wanted to add to that uh sir um, so thank you, thank you so much, man, for the opportunity to to come up. <laughs> By the way, for everyone, <laughs> I call me San Senior Man, so I guess you guys will have to get used to that one. Um, but shout out to everybody first of all in this space. I mean, I'm with the OGs of OGs, and I see Ajadai, Sunny, and quite a number of people who are also holders of my you know my pieces, and which is really really surreal to see you know to see all of that happening like right now. Um, just adding to what Blessing said, <laughs> I've been in this space for as well as 10 months, right? Or at least over that. And I think my journey pretty much started with Tezos, um, with Tezos in the ecosystem, trust me. And why that is really, really interesting for me, it's, it, it's a ripple effect for me, you know? I think being an artist, I don't think I would choose anything else because I, I'm not sure I'll choose anything besides being an artist by any means because, you know, I feel like art is the only way to kind of turn your back against, you know, darkness and, you know, embrace light and just so that you can give back to, you know, the dark world. And I think more and more, like, we see how dark things can really get and um, just interesting how we're able to give back. Um, I think Missan has done incredibly well with this, like, you know, um, with the Tezos foundation permanent collection really because like i said my own journey started here and i've been in, in the space for as as long as you know 10 almost 11 months now you know and why i say that is the ripple effect because i'm part of a DAO called the chaos DAO, really and now we are in the position where we have literally created our own <laughs> you know chaos and the DAO wallet where sort of supporting other artists. And I think that wouldn't have been possible if Miss didn't set this example for us to kind of follow and just know how to support. And one interesting thing happened just last week because we usually have this um, artist spotlight every week on Saturdays and where we get to have spotlight at least three artists or, you know, two to three artists, you know, have conversations around their arts. And that's really amazing to do. And we were able to collect a piece from an artist, which was really fantastic. And these artists were just getting their work picked up for the first time since March, you know. And I'm glad that we're able to have the example that Misan is setting for us to really understand how to move, because I think that's the most important thing, and also how to build in the space. And I think African artists, because there are like so many conversations in the back channel going on about what to do. And I think you know, the examples that the OGs have set is sort of guiding us. You know, I go to spaces where WISE is there and just listen to how, you know, things are being built. And it's amazing. I think that the African community for sure is reaching the point where we're also able to build, um, work towards, you know, building more and for ourselves and to also 
you know, tap into what's there and available. So shout out to you, Mr. Antman. And thank you so much for, you know, um, helping ah. me on the journey, really. No, no, no worries. No worries. I, I think it's it's sort of planting the seed, right? And then, uh, or passing the baton in many ways, and then you you run with it. So I really appreciate that. We have um, uh, a really well-known part of the uh, member of the community. Well, there are a few, but uh, Click is here. Um, I don't know what to say about this this extraordinary man, um, uh, a great builder in the space. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know when I found out about um, you know uh, what happened during lockdown, and you know um, with with suffering from diabetes and the the hospital situation, and turning that uh, unfortunate thing into art. Um, that again is exactly what, for my opinion, as as someone that's overseeing the foundation, um, I I had to support um, the art you created. Um, that was um, a testament to your your struggle at the hardest time in your life. And you know, um, I'm sorry for kind of throwing that out there, click, but it, it felt like um, um, ten thousand percent exactly the sort of um, endeavor. That the foundation would, um, the, the, the permanent collection would support. How are you doing, sir? Uh, doing Hello? quite well. Uh, Nick, can you hear me? Am I rugged? Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you for the lovely introduction, as always. Um, and don't ever apologize for telling people about this stuff because it's, you know, it's the whole point of me doing it in the first place. Uh, and it's funny. Uh, you know, well, not funny, but it took me a while to come around to the idea of that hospital bill thing as art, uh, even though as soon as I started sharing it last April, almost a year and a half ago, you know, the first time someone told me that was a brilliant piece of art, I was laughing a little bit inside where it's like, I, you know, I, I didn't intend for it to be anything like i but um you know uh looking back on it I'm, I'm quite proud of it and i think it was a good a very interesting use case for nfts and tezos was the perfect place to kind of deploy it i suppose uh i had thought of open sea and stuff beforehand and tezos just seemed to make the most sense um but um so, yeah, really, thank you for, uh, you know, adding it to the permanent collection. And, um, you know, I, I didn't really have a goal when I started doing that. I never really thought I would sell enough copies of it to, to pay everything off. But uh, I, you know, this this feels like the, the perfect kind of outcome of uh of that whole experiment, which is what it was. <laughs> um, but so thank you for the, the shout out. Um, I actually wanted to come up and ask a question of, uh, of you and Arthur though. I've not, uh, this doesn't happen very often. And I think it's a, a, a good opportunity to in, engage with, uh, you, you guys. Um, and on maybe, uh, if, if Arthur has any, anything to add um i was i'm really curious you know how the whole process of uh awarding 
Nissan the grant money for this program because it, it feel is it makes you know people make grant proposals to the foundation all the time, but this felt different from a lot of the other typical projects and things that would uh, maybe be eligible for some funding. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I, I, if you guys wanted to talk about, about maybe how all came to be, I would uh, love to hear it from Arthur's end because I've Nissan's talked about it a bit up before. Yeah, I mean it's it, it it's pretty uh, it's pretty straightforward. So uh, the way it happened is that I think uh, initially Kathleen met uh, met Nissan, and uh, what Nissan told her is like. You know, in a you know, if I had to predict one of my uh, NFT wallets in the fire, I would protect my uh, my Tesla wallet and proceed to show uh, her her his extensive uh, collection on uh, on Object.com. That's true. <laughs> so we got to know each other this way, um, and we had been looking at uh, we actually had been looking at a way of uh, showcasing some of the artists in the ecosystem, supporting some of these artists. So like the idea of uh, doing a collection is something that we had floated internally, um, weren't. It wasn't very concrete. We weren't sure how we would do it if we were to uh, if we were to do it, uh, and then uh, I, I forgot which date it was, but it, it was uh, maybe a few months before the collection was announced. Uh, Mr. reached out and said, "Like, hey, you know, like um, he had been uh, contacted by one uh, project to possibly do a permanent collection, but they didn't want a permanent collection. They wanted to be able to uh, to flip it. He was not interested in that, uh, and it was like, where we're interested in a permanent collection, like because we're not." doing it because we somehow like want to, you know, it's not an investment fund where we want to like buy an NFT and flip it. We want to showcase the great artists in our ecosystem, grow the ecosystem. Um, so it made a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, I think Misen was really, really well qualified for this because he had a like, long experience as a collector of NFTs. Uh, he knew pretty much uh, all the big uh, artists and big names in, uh, in the space. Uh, he's also, you know, by, you know, like in his own right, a, uh, a great, uh, a great artist. So it was uh, a bit of a, uh, a bit of a no-brainer <laughs> for us, and so uh, essentially, I, um, I think I, I, I presented to the uh, to the board of the Tezos Foundation the opportunity of uh, of doing this. Uh, you know, we looked at uh, we looked at the projects, had some questions, and then uh, you know, we <laughs> there was a uh, there was a vote of the uh, of the board of the Tezos Foundation. It was approved, and that was it. Uh. Thanks for the clarification on that, Arthur. Um, a f quick follow-up question. Uh, is there any, what's the outlook for uh, some other like uh, galleries or groups that might want to do another, a different collection of sorts? Is this, do you see this more as like a one-time, a one-off kind of thing that you guys work on? Or do you see it maybe expanding out to other groups in the future uh so I, I i think what i said earlier is essentially like new new plans but plans to make plans uh so uh essentially i don't i you know i, I don't think um we'll do one you know like on the on the, uh, on on the hours following the end of uh, of, of, of this collection we want to take uh, we want to take some time and say like okay you know like if, if you know if we do a second edition when can we learn from the first edition you know it's uh so probably like We'd see at least a few months of like reflection and so on and so forth, but probably I would say I, I would say we want to we'd want to keep uh, extending the collection in the future. Um, that seems the most likely outcome, but we it's not nothing uh, nothing concrete yet. 
Yeah, thank you, sirs. Um, I, uh, I don't think a lot of people realize how, uh, to me, this felt not out of character, but uh, for the foundation to support something like this. But it's it's not. It's certainly not. Sorry, like I, I've got, I, typical. I, oh, my rugged. I don't know if it's my I don't know if if it's my uh, my headphones or it's your your connection, but it's hard to uh, to hear you. You said it felt something for the foundation too. It 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 felt not out of character, but it, it the project wasn't like a, it didn't feel like a typical thing that would get funded. So I think that's why there's so much tension on this and people starting to write about this. Stuff. I don't know if there's a typical product that, yeah, I don't know if there's a typical product that gets funded because it's really been a hot part of, uh, of thing that the foundation has, uh, has funded over the, uh, over the years. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, we try to, um, we try to keep an open mind as to like what type of things we can do to promote uh, the adoption of uh, and the growth of the Tezos ecosystem and protocol. But that seems like a, that 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 seemed like a, like a natural one to uh, that seemed like a quite natural one to do. Like I said, it's something that we had been you know looking to do, but it wasn't exactly clear how to do it. Thanks. Well, I, thanks, Click, for asking this question. You guys saw that. Just thanks for letting me sound. No worries. No, no worries at all. Um, we we have a few more people. Um, we have Kevin. Uh, uh, how, how are you, Kevin? Uh, I'm great. Uh, thanks for having me up. Um, yeah, and 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 building on uh, also, uh, I think a couple of things that have been said. Um, yeah, I was there uh, in like the early Clubhouse days, early March 2021, when people hadn't heard of. Like this was when that Tesla NFT marketplaces were just starting. And at that time, people weren't seeing any alternatives. It was the, it was Ethan and that was basically it. Uh, and uh, I, at that time, I think, uh, I didn't know how fast it would grow, but within six weeks of that, we were looking at mid April and there were more users of one Tesla NFT marketplace than every Ethereum NFT marketplace combined. Um, and then that was great. I mean, that was, honestly, the most incredible community growth I'd ever witnessed in my entire life. And to be just sitting, you know, front row to that, uh, and just suddenly went from nothing to all these people gathering in, in, in these just self creating onboarding rooms, like people you onboard, and then going on making their own onboarding rooms the next day. Um, but also I did, and I think it relates to this time, I keep thinking about it. There were people at that time who were looking First of all, that was the first time when the idea of showing your pu wallet publicly in the Tezos community, and I'd been in it since uh, 2017, uh, you know, it, it, like, it was a thing that was not only something people would do, but like you were expected to do it. Until then, it was all about secrecy, privacy. Don't show your wallet to anyone. What are you, nuts? Don't tell anyone know what your wallet is, because uh, we didn't really have any apps. But then suddenly, the dynamic had completely changed. Um, and I, I felt, oh, I have to show up my wallet now. Okay, this will be the wallet I show people. And then there was a lot of criticism, people looking for whales. And I guess they thought I was one to say, are you buying art? What art are you buying? How much art are you buying? And I was buying, and I bought Clicks piece, I remember back then when it, when it first came out. And that was, it really spoke to me um, for all of those reasons you described, Misan. And, uh, and I was, and many other pieces, many people who are here uh, uh, in this space, and I thought, okay, this is awesome. I was loving it. I was getting deeper and deeper NFTs. But then also that criticism uh, of just like, you're not buying enough. And it was, oh, am I just not buying 
yours and I didn't know or like how much can I possibly buy so when I when I heard of fast forward when I I heard of the announcement of the Tezos Foundation uh, uh, permanent art collection and I I read that announcement um, and a few things popped in my mind uh, for one thing uh, yeah as click was mentioning uh, the Tezos Foundation it's not like the name just goes out for anything or, or just that brand extension so to speak uh, uh, and let alone for something like this. And so what that told me is this Misan Harriman has been vetted. And this is, uh, you know, it's, but also, and so there was like, let's see what happens. I mean, this is, this must be a very serious kind of a project, but also I knew no matter how good of a job he does and he can go above and beyond. And I feel in so many ways, Misan, you have, I feel all of the values that had been underscored within that announcement of what the permanent art collection was to do. Uh, I didn't know what that would look like. I didn't know what that would even mean on a day-to-day, but, and I don't even know how you do it, but somehow it's happening. (laughs) And it's just, it's amazing to me, the amount of diversity and global outreach and appreciation and how much it's done to build the community uh, and not just in a social sense. I think it's it's done a lot to to bind us even further, but uh, on an economic level, I mean, it's, we've seen, average price points and, and top price points per day go higher and so many more. And it's not coming from the foundation. It's just, oh, people saw this something bought for several thousand Tez or more Tez than we've seen a typical uh, purchase of, of this type before. Now, and then you see the next day, lots of people are buying for those prices. And that's a typical thing. A year ago, we didn't have many that many pieces that were sold for a thousand Tez. And now we see like dozens or a day being sold for a thousand tests. So it's, it's kind of nuts. But anyway, don't get, not to get sidetracked. I also knew that no matter how good of a job that you were going to do, that you know, the reactions are going to be, he's not doing enough. It's not, he's not, he's not buying enough pieces. He's not, or, or, and there will be conspiracy theories, of course, just like there aren't anything. If you have enough, if you have a large enough audience uh, and you imagine just normal distribution of reactions, uh, You'll have people who just are absolutely loving the thing. Uh, some people who hate it. Um, these are the tail ends, but most people are, you know, somewhere in the middle, or they don't care. They're not have passionate opinions either way. Uh, but and you do see the the I think the uh, the one end of that louder than the other. Uh, it's a I think in social media that's just the typical rule. You'll see uh, critical negative stuff just seem to be louder than the other. So that was going to happen no matter what. Um, and yeah, and the other thing I think to relate this to is, and I've seen this just in, in Tezos and in crypto, uh, decentralization and, and just like iteration, it's not like decentralization is not like a, a static binary thing. It's not like you take your decentralization fluid and you pour it in the decentralization tank and then you have decentralization. No, it's like a, a zero to infinity. You have to keep going down uh, that spectrum. And like Tezos has just started with this decentralization idea and it's got more and it's become more and more decentralized. Um, and so, but starting out, things are like, you know, hard. I mean, you're just laying the groundwork. You're just figuring out how things go. And we've only been at this for a few months. Uh, and we're, we're here with the permanent art gallery like collection. We're, we're here after just a few months. Wow. What's it going to look like a year from now? That, I think that sets hopes like really, really high. I can't even imagine. Because I didn't think we'd be here, but so hats off to all of it. I think thank you, opinion, it's been a great success. Yeah, thank you. And did 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 you have any? Um, or oh, you've said so much so eloquently. Uh, did you have any questions for Arthur or anything like that? Uh, Arthur, 
keep on keeping on. I think he's uh, he's speaking really well, and uh, I don't want to take time from uh, other questions to come up. But yeah, love Arthur. Thank you. <laughs> okay, um, we have my my dear friend Lawrence, who you know, um, I you know, we we <laughs> we we've definitely been uh, um, uh, the, on the receiving end of some conspiracy theories in the last few days, but. Um, one of the the principal collectors and artists that has been supporting the space for so long, um, Lawrence. It's great to have you on stage. Um, you've always been um, there to guide me in um, who I should speak to. Who, um, if I didn't know somebody or something, you would very politely, without making me feel like an idiot, um, say you need to talk to this person. They they they've got you, um, and. And um, I, I wanted to see, you know, your point of view on everything that's going on. I mean, you know, I, how, how are you feeling and what, what would you like to say with, with Arthur here? Um, well, thank you for having me up. And um, it's great to hear your voice, Arthur. Uh, we, you know, we've had a, a couple of DMs recently, but um, it's great to see you getting involved in the art community and everything. And um, so... Yeah, I've, I first came across Tezos actually in a clubhouse room with Click, and uh, Click onboarded me to Tezos, and obviously Kevin was was out there on early days clubhouse as well. Um, so I'm getting sort of flashbacks of that, and what what made it so special, I think, was everybody, and and so different as well from the other spaces and the other communities that were around at that time, was. Um, everybody's sharing each other's art and everybody's sort of talking about the art and go and check out this piece. People collecting and supporting each other's art at like a very rapid rate because of the accessibility of it. Um, I just got completely ad addicted and obsessed and I've basically been in it every day for the past year and a half. And I, um, I guess you can go and check out my uh, collection of about 6,000 Tezos NFTs. Um, has kind of been a big result of all of it, um, but also to find a new expression as an artist and uh, <clears throat> to be involved in a community that was so talented and um, was really attracting many of the best artists of our generation. Um, and to be able to work with them, it was like having... Uh, almost like a movie studio at my at my fingertips. Like the the everyone has just been delivered such high quality work, um, uh, and so then um, Missan coming across Missan, uh, you know, and, and the way that he would speak in spaces, uh, you know, before the permanent collection came about, uh, the way that he would talk about artists was it just gave you chills. It was like, wow, like you, it was the sort of thing that he would say something and then you would just sort of remember it for the rest of the day. Um, and so, you know, and I remember him sort of, I remember it, and it, it was in a, it was in a space, I think when I heard him mentioning that this collection might be happening. Um, I, you know, I, my first reaction was just like, yes, it's, it's Missan. It's this guy who loves talking about art, who clearly understands art and artists on a deep level that's doing it. And, um, so yeah, so, so my reaction was, uh, 
just very positive about that. But then, um, and yeah, Miss Sam, we've been in, in, in the trenches like every day, just discovering artists and, and, you know, obviously, you know, there's, um, people to talk to, you know, people to meet, <laughs> um, but, but we put the, the art first and foremost, you know, I think, you know, discoveries and I've discovered a lot from you as well, Masan. like don't, uh, discount that like Lewis OSB, for instance, um, you know, after you posted about him, I started collecting him and, uh, that was a, a year and a half of collecting on Tezos. And like I said, 6,000 Tezos NFTs and I hadn't come across Lewis yet. Missan discovered Lewis. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, what a huge, what a huge star that Missan uncovered there. Um, and you know, the, and I love like going through the, the permanent collection and looking at that diversity and actually discovering a lot of different artists that I, that I hadn't seen before. Um, because of you know how far and wide Missan's reach has been, like I see him in in all sorts of different Twitter spaces and different DM chats, looking for talent um, from around the world. He's onboarded you know artists from um, uh, all the amazing artists from Africa that we have with us now, and but also a ton of artists that were minting on other chains and finding success elsewhere. Like that's been a huge thing having those people um and pay attention to the community on Tezos because it deserves to be paid attention to because the art is that good and that is what it's about and um so yeah absolutely you know this community deserves to have a light shed on it and um what this project is enabled to do is just shine a brighter one you know mm. give give more reach sort of show you know, shine a brighter light and, and showcase the people who, who deserve to be seen. That's, that's what I've observed. And, um, yeah, no, I, and, and yeah. I, you know, it's, it, it's, it's so true. You know, we were in spaces beforehand. I, I collected your work, um, early on. Um, I see a lot of people, you know, like Lewis, I, I found his work in my wallet, just lingering there. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I, and I was like, how could I, you know, and then I, I, I quickly started collecting um, and did post about him. And, you know, it was before we knew it, you know, NFT Now, which is a much more eccentric publishing house, was doing gifts of this this Bristol-based young man, I think. And his life, literally his life has been changed. And I, I think that's the power of this community. It, 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 took, it took all of us to recognize that, you know, we, we, we were kind of dealing with a generational talent that was lurking amongst us. And yes, certainly I bought uh, quite a few of his one-of-ones for the permanent art collection um, at, at a price that I believe his art, his art is, is, is at least worth. Um, you know, we're talking about one of the, you know, if, if 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 I'm picking up a one of one by Lewis for I don't know two thousand tears and the comparable type of artist because he he is a DK motion level artist right and you know um, these numbers are in ETH are very very tiny still um, I know everything is relative but um, you know Lewis deserves his fair dues and I saw that Clown Vamp picked up one I think today for like one thousand five hundred 
so it isn't just a permanent art collection it's other collectors that are recognizing the fact that this this is this guy's no joke um and that's you know that was a seed i believe that was planted through just calling out an artist and beginning to collect him and if you go into the transaction history but i recommend everyone do if they're curious you you can see that lewis osb was doing drops for like 0.1 tezos like he was basically giving his art for free and like um i mean kudos to everyone who was picking those up but uh you know lewis deserves to make a living out of this because he's clearly a shining star at what he does yeah and uh yeah and, and arthur what do you think about that i think we discussed that earlier about pricing is you know the idea that someone shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't sell for uh, a certain amount because because maybe they haven't before what's your view on that yeah it's so um i mean art pricing is so uh it's so difficult and it's so uh it's so it's so subjective and 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 so reflexive in uh, in in a sense it's uh it's a bit of a mystery it's a bit of a mystery for, for for me i'm not i've not been you know in this uh in this uh in this art world uh previously uh so I, i'm new to this but i do remember that you know people were saying uh well they were, they were saying two things people were saying like this is fantastic the art is so cheap you can pick up like some of these like amazing artists for very cheap but the flip side of that is people were saying like ah if you meet on Tizzles, you're not going to sell as much so uh that was you know i, I didn't want art uh, you know like for me it's important that artists do not feel like somehow they're going to have to you know just like not make a living in the true status as opposed to uh to ethereum uh and and partly like changing this perception and changing this idea that somehow you know your art should be cheaper if it's on uh, if it's on tezos i think was in, was important um so yeah that's uh <laughs> that, that's mostly what i think but it's uh it, it's difficult and 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 clearly like this this do is art it looks um looks wonderful I, i've seen it and i wish i i wish i knew about it when it was uh 0.1 tez on a uh on uh on uh on tezos but i um i i think it's also interesting because it it, it feels like it feels like you can do uh scavenger uh, you know so like a like a scavenger hunt of some sort you know you, you could be yep. going out there and saying like what's out there and the yeah, thrill yeah. of finding something that's not really been discovered yet or that's not been picked up is like yeah. is amazing yeah i mean that's a big part of some of my my habits but even before i remember when tezos arrived on rareable i was finding you know artists that were lifting it at, at one tez and <laughs> and not 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 um not not getting picked up um, for months. And, um, you know, it's as, as a collector that hurts me, you know, I mean, I've had available NFT send me amazing painters that haven't been bought for three, four months. And the, you know, the first thing I do is collect as many editions as I can afford to with the hope of other people seeing what I'm doing and then redistribute some of the work to people that I want to support. You know, when I say support, I, I've, I've been in groups you know, with many of my African brothers and sisters, and I'll go in and I'll say, look, first 10, first 10 wallets um, to drop in this chat, I will send you an NFT. Um, many of those people cannot afford a uh, Thomas Lav or uh, a Yuki or many of the, many of the uh, pieces that I have so, so many of, and I send them on their way and they, they feel seen and they're like, my God, I have this art and they may list it or um, they may hold it for the long term. But, you know, that 
in many ways reminds me of kind of what I believe the culture of this space is, is that if you have plenty, um, you can use that plenty to um, have other people in the space just feel like they are, you know, getting some kind of um, experience uh, instead of always feeling that they are on the outside looking in. And that leads me really well to the house of Gigi. Hello, <laughs> hello, Gigi. How are you? Um, would you would you like to talk about your experience? Hi, hi, Mr. Hey, Orthorn Orange. Hi, everybody. Um, first of all, I just want to give a huge shout out to Blessing for being an amazing human being. And um, yeah, I came up to add to what you know both Blessing and CC said as regards how um, necessary and empowering this initiative has been for the African community in general and you know other underrepresented communities especially African women in the Web3 space, having to, you know, experience prejudice and being sidelined and whatnot, you know, because we held the very first of its kind on Tezos, an exhibition for African women for the one-of-one event, the Amazons of NFTs. A huge shout out to um, Uche, who is the founder of the Amazons of NFTs community. And, you know, to think that it is still yet Nissan, that showed his support and, you know, bought from the exhibition just shows how passionate and, you know, intentional he is, which just, you know, only proves that more needs to be done, more really needs to be done. Because not only did we hold the very first of its kind, we were able to, you know, onboard a sizable amount of women into the Tezos ecosystem. And, you know, this is, this is what we're all about, basically, you know, being lifted to lift others getting opportunities to create opportunities for others and supporting one another. Because I have to mention that Nissan bought my work and not only was I able to buy from artists that I've always admired the work, I was able to get myself, you know, the iPad that I've always wanted because it was my desire to transition to a bigger screen and experiment as well as explore the possibilities of collage art, you know, beyond what my phone could offer. And you know, I'm doing that now and I'm happy, I've grown. And, you know, I'm basically training these achievements down to lay emphasis on the fact that it's not just me. So many other people who have got to achieve things. So, you know, in, in conclusion, history is being made and down the lane of time and events, these occurrences is something that will always be remembered because impact was made where it needed to be. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for what the future holds for the Tezos ecosystem, you know, to gradually watch, you know, the narrative change. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for bringing me up, Nisan. And- well, jeez. Gosh. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I, I think, um, you, you know, a million, as I said, a million pounds um, gets you, um, you know, uh, an ex copy one of one and a bit more on ETH, and uh, it's it's managed to, um, and we haven't finished yet um, to I think affect a huge sway of people. Um, you know, I remember the Iranian lady I met who has to have a chaperone to go into um, do her nighttime photography, um, and uh, and you know, had never really been seen before. And, you know, we found her and we pulled her up. Um, Andressa, um, hello, Andressa. Can you hear me? 
Yes, I can hear you. How are you, Missan? How's everyone? I'm really, really good. I think we may have lost Arthur. He's a busy man. Let me just DM him and see whether he got rugged or he left. Um, but um, thank you for all your support. You know, we we've got to know each other quite quickly, and um, I, I, you know, again, I just love the artists you've been sending my way. Um, I've certainly um, wanted to make sure that I'm not um, missing um, a group of people um, whilst looking for people to put into the into the permanent art collection. I'd love to know what your view is on what what we're what we're doing here and anything you'd love us to, you know, try and change or improve upon or, you know, just what you think. Um, you know, like I watched this documentary called Beyond the Curve, and it's about people that really believe that the, the earth is flat. And it's very interesting <laughs> because, no, like it's like kind of like a human thing. Like you can create any sort of narrative with whatever facts you have true or not, invented or not, to believe something you want to believe. So, like, I've been in a situation that I gave my heart and soul and blood and tears and everything, and people, like, that don't know, it is totally outside of the story, create a completely false narrative. And I know that it's really, you know, it crushes your soul, you know, like when you're doing something with so much passion and love and, and generosity to have people to like distort the whole thing. Um, so I wanted to say that because I think, you know, we, we've seen this kind of thing happening and I, I'm really sorry for it. I think the work you, you're doing is fantastic. It's beautiful. Um, I see you with so much care. Just the fact that you're here, you know, right now, it speaks volumes, you know, like, uh, like what anyone else could be just, just going to be um, and do this thing and not try not to draw attention and be anonymous and all that stuff. But you've been around, you take... Um, suggestions you know like you don't mind being tagged and dm'd and all that stuff so i really don't know like how how to improve you know like i um i think what you're doing really benefits everyone uh because even if you know the 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 work was not collected um that money comes back because the artists they collect and the the you know and it's really uh, drawing attention um, for the beauty and the talent. Oh no, Tezos is like this chain for people who can't make Oh, we're losing you. I think it's the wind, Andressa. Is it better now or no? Yep. Yeah, yep. much better. Okay, okay. Um, anyway, I just wanted to say that um, the work you're doing really empowers all of us, you know. Um, and it circulates the money and brings attention and uh, uh, value to what we have been building. So to me, I'm all gratitude and I really appreciate you doing this. And I hope uh, your spirit is protected, <laughs> the, the flat earthers. Yeah, I, I, I think I get where you're, what, what, yeah, that, you know, that, that there have been um, people um, so, so, some, some making fair questions about um, certain things and others making you know wild accusations and i i thank you for bringing it that up and and, and your support um i certainly um 
try and be as available to everyone to explain, try and explain um, that, you know, what my actions are. And before people <laughs> jump to nefarious viewpoints, it's, um, it's always about supporting the artist, you know. So, you know, if I, if I collect um, ferociously um, with my own wallet, it's really to support the artist. If I gift work out, it's, it's to support artists. And one of the, the, the primary things was I was a collector, and I think Arthur touched on this. Arthur's trying to get back on stage. So if anyone is um, finished, please, if you can move to the audience, because um, I can't get him on stage. It's really weird. But, um, y you know, the idea that I was a collector before meant that so many artists that are already in my collection, I would put in the permanent art collection, and people had issues with that. So thank you, Andressa. And, you know, I'm certainly trying my best. And a huge sway of the community is, is definitely supporting. So I really appreciate your words. Let me try and get Arthur back on. I, I don't know um, why it's not. Yeah, well, uh, just to throw in the um, uh, when people, a lot of people DM me and they ask, like, how do I like, how do I talk to Misan? How do I get introduced to Misan or all that? And I'm, I, I always say, dude, just go to spaces. He's constantly in spaces. He's constantly talking to the community. It's not, you have to try not to meet Misan. It's, it's that's how <laughs> everywhere you are. Misan, there's two spaces available. I think uh, sometimes it's just ruggy. So if yeah, Arthur raises his hand. Yeah, I've asked him to jump back in and out. Let's see if he does that. I think he's back. I'm I'm going to post the Sunny Whitez, and I think Wise is trying to come up as well, which is great. So I just discovered something extremely lame, which is that if you try to uh, join a Twitter space on your desktop, you cannot speak. <laughs> it's only on mobile. Uh, uh, <laughs> why? That's why. I, 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 thought, I thought we left this type of bad UX behind with Clubhouse, which, you know, was this all... <laughs> I didn't like Clubhouse because I had to get, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Android person. I don't have an iPhone. Uh, and I was like, finally, Twitter spaces took, took over. Great. And no, no, I turned out you can't reach from your desktop anyways. Well, nice, <laughs> nice to have you back. We, we have um, some other OGs. Um, we have Victoria West. Um, we have the mother of dragons herself, Wise. Um, hello, my sisters. How are you doing? And um, look how's your experience been thank you for looking after me I, I feel like i'm always asking you guys for help and advice um uh is there anything you'd love to say with with arthur here as well yeah yeah <laughs> go go ahead mother of dragons okay i'll be very brief because i'm actually uh I'm gonna be late for class. So uh, yeah, um, first time actually hearing you speak in a space, Arthur. Really kind of appreciate you kind of coming in and um, getting to know the Texas community and that's really awesome. Um, today's, uh, I'll just kind of direct to today's conversation, dominant conversation in the space at the moment, is uh, an interesting tweet made by a community member um, and the whole thing seems to be centered around transparency. Will there be kind of a, a way to maybe showcase, differentiate between personal collection and the foundations so people are aware of uh, which wallet is which before making um, any insane um, judgments. So essentially saying that I bought this artist a couple of uh, weeks ago and uh, I, I love their work and now um, this specific piece speaks to me and I'll be adding it to the permanent collection. 
so to speak. So that way people mm. are aware that mm. the artist was collected previously on my own personal wallet. Yeah. And now they are also on the foundation's um, permanent collection. Yeah, Just yeah. to add so more transparency. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, no, nothing wrong with uh, nothing wrong with with the transparency. Um, I think it's a positive thing uh, overall, and you know it is it is it is a blockchain, so it is fairly transparent. Uh, I want to set expectations so that, and it, it is not a reason. By the way, I'm not saying this as a reason not to have transparency. It's fine. It's 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 totally great to have transparency, but I want to set expectations that no matter the level of transparency that you have, people will make up crazy accusations. And it's there's a very big difference between someone saying like, oh, I wonder what's going on and looking into it and so on and so forth. And someone saying, I wonder what's going on. I'm going to make a crazy accusation. And unless you have an official statement that says that I'm wrong, I'm going to assume that I'm right. And I've seen this like, um, I've seen it in the blockchain space for the past five years. And I, I, I just won't pick at the insanity of it all. Like I've heard basically like uh, things along the line of like, I believe, you know, that this foundation is filled with scammers and it's scamming everyone. And unless they come and tell me that I'm wrong, I'm going to assume that I'm right. So basically you're saying it's a bunch of scammers and liars, but if they come and say, no, no, you're wrong, it's all, all going to be okay. Like it's, it's, this is bizarre, uh, but it's, 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 it's a very common pattern. And the problem is that you can't address every single person. It's like, you know, if I, if I go and say, you know what, my, uh, my, you know, I, I think my neighbor by, might be beating his dog and his wife. And, you know, unless he makes a public statement to the uh, otherwise, then I'm going to, uh, then I'm going to assume that that's right. And the problem with this is that if they don't make a public statement, you know, people are going to continue. And if they do make a public statement, somehow it gives credit to the accusation. It means that, well, you know, there was, there was actually grounds for making this accusation. Um, uh, something that reminded me of this in the past few weeks is, there was a, um, a story with the uh, prime minister of Finland. So the prime minister of Finland is a young woman and she was, uh, she was filmed at a party dancing. And then some of the opposition party said, oh, she must take a drug test. And, you know, she took the drug test and you know, she, 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 she tested negative. But I find the assumption that somehow she's like, she's, because she's dancing at a party, she must be on drugs is absolutely insulting. And somehow, you know, if you if, if if she goes and she does a drug, it, it, it's it's no win. If she if she doesn't do the drug test, basically people are going to say, ah, see, she has something to hide. If she does do the drug test, yes, it's transparency, it's one thing. But on the other hand, she's kind of basically like bending the knee to these people who are fundamentally insulting her, and that's. That's a big problem in this dynamic because there's a very big difference between saying we want transparency, adding transparency is great, suggesting like you just did, ways of adding transparency, great saying, but making critique accusation and demanding after insulting people, after, after like slandering people and demanding, well, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just asking question. That is not, that is absolutely not acceptable. And that's a very, very different attitude. And it's not, you can't, you can't indulge this. And the problem, it, it will keep happening. It's something that will happen. No matter the level of transparency that you give, it's something that, uh, it's something that happens. And in fact, I, I, I have, I've sometimes even refer to this as a transparency tax, because I think from the inception, um, I think we, we still we try to be far more transparent than what most people around blockchain projects have done. And, and, and you'd think that you'd have less of this going on, but you actually have more. 
And the reason is because the more transparency you have, the more information people have, the more information people have, the more, you know, the more they have to make up these stories. And that's, um, that's, that's a tax that comes with transparency. I think ultimately it's worth it to have the transparency because there's a silent majority of people who are actually going to appreciate that. But it does breed this type of, uh, it, it does breed this type of things, which I, I, I don't think are, um, I don't think are healthy, but also I don't think are avoidable at this uh, at this stage. I would say of uh, of this industry. It's um, when I'm sort of like speaking about transparency. I mean, like transparency in terms of what was collected personally and what was collected for the foundation. Um, so that's kind of where my mind is sort of going. Because at the moment, is yes. We can people can like read the blockchain, can see the dates and times and how much mm. this was spent, but not everyone really understands it. Um, essentially, maybe, and I, I, I'm fully aware it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of energy, and no one has that time. But um, yeah, like I think people would kind of appreciate that. And I understand it's all kind of comes with the transparency tax, as you sort of mentioned before, but that information is somewhat needed, just a tiny bit. Yeah, well, one thing which is like clearly needed uh, is basically to clearly identify also like what is a Tezos uh, uh, collection. Basically, uh, the way it works is that um, Misson uh, is doing the collecting and then is sent to a custodian. Um, so the foundation uses a, a custodian for holding um, the uh, the collection, but it can be in several addresses in the custodian. So right now, I think the best way is to basically look at what's on the uh, Tezos Foundation webpage, although that's not that's not updated in uh, that's not necessarily updated in real time but um i think yeah i i think getting to the page a list of addresses that are you know like part of the collection yeah. would be helpful i i have to see how this works with a uh, with a custodian because yeah. if the custodian provides new addresses every single time then it might be a, then maybe we ask them to just like stick with a few addresses but it, yeah. it's a technical problem that can be solved uh, and and definitely would uh, it, it would be helpful of course to uh to show it very clearly on the, on the chain. Like this is the address, that's the collection. And actually, Arthur, is a good point because a lot of people think that the, my buying wallet is the foundation wallet, which it isn't. Um, no, no. I, 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 I'm sending over NFTs and batches to the custodial wallet. Um, so, you know, pe people get a little bit confused by that. The other thing is why is what I, what I can do is, I, I usually tweet when I bought something for the permanent art collection. Um, and if that's something that I have bought, I have owned in my own collection, again, I can do a, I can put it into the tweets as well, um, which, which is just a really good point. If, if people really want to um, see that, it's, it's, it's a good point. I mean, it sucks. And I know it's time consuming, especially with a man with very little time. <laughs> uh, but I think both men, actually a lot of people in this space too, but I think like overall, it will foster a little bit more trust in the community. Um, so I just want to kind of don't want it to be washed away by interesting people making interesting assumptions. That's yeah. my point. And everyone's giving you flowers, Musan, and that's amazing, but I'm playing a little bit of a devil's advocate, just a tiny bit. No, no. And... No. <laughs> It's good. Well, why is whilst you're up here? I mean, is there anything else you would you would want to happen with the PAC, or, or you know, whilst you have Arthur, is there anything you want to ask him? 
my god i've got so many questions but like i'm really late so uh <laughs> i will try to maybe send in the dm if you actually will entertain reading it uh but yeah absolutely love what you're collecting thank you so much arthur for creating such a fantastic chain where artists uh kind of come from all different countries and mint their work without the worrying of paying 300 dollars in gas you and kathleen both so thank um, you very much no, and I really do enjoy what you guys are doing. So keep it up. And Masan is amazing. You know, you're amazing. And everyone's amazing. All right, I gotta go. Bye. Bye. Bye, Wise. Great to have you. Hi, Victoria. Hi, Masan. Thanks for um, having me up here. And hi, Arthur. It's nice to hear from you. Thank you for being here. Um, I don't really have that much that I wanted to add because Andressa essentially stole uh, everything that I wanted to say from me um, <laughs> for herself. Um, but yeah, I definitely would second that. You know, um, I've been doing a lot of spaces with my awesome co-hosts, uh, Leslie and Crip King. We do uh, Tez Talk uh, two, three times a week. And we hear from a lot of people who have been coming into Tezos, uh, a lot of artists who have been onboarded, and so many people who you have supported. Um, I mean, we even found out that you have a nickname, uh, Uncle Misson. So there's a whole bunch of people who are, <laughs> yeah, um, you're like beloved by many um you're you're just an amazing person i honestly don't know how you have you have handled yourself with like just unbelievable grace under um you know some pretty extreme uh attacks and just like i don't know nastiness in my opinion and and masson every time you're you're just so kind and i mean even when you've come into our spaces um you know, you're always you're always just so uplifting to everyone. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to say that, you know, you are you are very appreciated. And I think that what you've done for Tezos um, and all of the people participating in this ecosystem, regardless of whether or not the collection has actually, um, you know, included their work at this point or not, like the attention that's been brought here, um, the growth that I've seen in the last few months since this collecting started you know Lawrence um as as well has done a lot but it's it's like it's unbelievable the change and I feel like we're finally starting to see a market here that truly can support artists in a real way uh it's super exciting and you have so much to do with that so you know big flowers for you and thank you for everything that you've done hey look again clubhouse og extraordinary um poets of light victoria um you know i've i've made some mistakes even buying art where bots bots get um ahead of me right and you've let me know about that victoria where i i you know i didn't fully understand that something listed an object maybe cheaper on with a hold uh, an old hicker nunk listing and you know you and a few others have said miss and you know triple check um, I now have the NFT biker tool, which makes it a lot easier. Uh, he's also been incredibly kind to me and allowed me to use his tools to make sure that I'm I'm not making a mistake and overpaying for certain things. Um, but I really appreciate um, everything you said, uh, Victoria. Thank you. And we have Kristoff here. Hey, Miss Anne, Arthur. Um, 
thanks for inviting me up on the stage with these amazing people, very talented. And um, yeah, it's been great to meet with you both in person. And I think that's pretty much what I'm going to explain from my perspective as a collector, uh, because there's nothing better than not only collecting artwork that I never thought I'd have the opportunity to. Well, well Christoph, before you even continue, I just have to just reintroduce Christoph has 10 billion NFTs in his wallet. So um, he's, he's a bit more than a collector. I'll, I'll leave it <laughs> not, not quite. I mean, uh, I've got to say from the early days, Lawrence was a great wallet to follow. So again, if you're early in the space and you're still looking at what to find and Twitter isn't always where you are, then just follow some of your, you know, your favorite artists and also collectors. Um, and yeah, you will find some hidden gems. Uh, as Miss Anne said earlier, he's got treasures in his wallet that, you know, you'd sort of collect and forget about. But um, going back to what I was saying, uh, Arthur, I mean, uh, what you've done for me in terms of building this blockchain in the community, I mean, I've managed to now travel to some places that I didn't think I'd be able to without the help of artists that have actually invited me. So, yeah, I joined, um, yesterday was my 16th month anniversary. So shortly after joining at near the end of April, um, in December, I was invited over to Miami, um, first time over to Florida, and met a huge amount of Tezos people over there. And the vibe over there from Tezos holding in Art Basel was amazing. Um, ended up meeting uh, a load of Ethereum people as well, but they were collecting on Tezos. And they went to their Ethereum parties and they came back to the Tezos crowd, quite funnily enough. So, I mean, from there, I mean, the in real life experiences then moved on to Denver, which is Denver Reef. Um, so I managed to fly over there and um, hang out with Paper Buddha and all his crew, um, staying with Jay Byrne uh, in a, a pretty cool location and stay with him for the week. Uh, and then, yeah, following on recently, it's where I then met Miss Anne in person. And after going to those two amazing places, the one that touched me the most and probably one of the most memorable times was seeing Miss Anne pick up a piece from Astro, um, who is just absolutely so talented and one of those artists that doesn't really promote as much as they could do. And at the Proof of People event, that was possibly one of the most touching moments I've seen Web3 come full circle back into real life communities and for me if you've ever got the opportunity to go and meet some other fellow artists or people in uh, you know close by wherever you are then don't hesitate there's there's so many great people that are just transparent here and uh, I think um, yeah next meet from what I gather is at Trillitech that uh, Arthur's now having uh, in Soho so if you're in the London area I think it's the first Thursday of the month if I'm not mistaken Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I was at the, uh, I was at the first. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to the Trinity office every day, and uh, I, I mean, I live in London. Yeah, and it's great that you're hosting those. It was, uh, yeah, it was a pleasure to meet you there, and at the Art Blocks event with uh, Miss Anne and many other events. But uh, no, I mean, my, my just uh, addition is, yeah, thank you very much for not just building the blockchain but obviously making it so inviting and the amount of diversity and uh, the amount of inclusion that it's allowed um, for you know artists collectors uh, new projects and also now sponsorships as well or affiliated brands um, which is great to see thanks buddy thanks so much um and was there anything you wanted to add with the pac or you, you're good <laughs> 
yeah, I mean, uh, I'm interested to see what what comes more of that uh, with what happens with the collection. It's just great the amount of diversity that you've been able to collect in there, and also some absolutely some artists that really did deserve the light shone on them. So yeah, it's um, great that you've been able to sort of uh, put a lot more focus on them um, because uh, yeah, there's been a few times already, but yeah, not something of this um, significance and. I'm looking forward to see what else is going in there after what was said earlier from the um, indigenous uh, Australian and New Zealand yeah, artists. Gosh. Really yeah. excited. I don't have a huge amount from that that part of the world. No, actually, no, so. no do I. And I, I really look. So I'm very excited. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. And you, you helped me uh, help me a lot on, on, on my way. I think we have the last two speakers have come up now, which is, um, X Collabs and Violet Bond. Um, would you Would you guys like to say your thing? Thanks, Miss Um Thank Thanks for the opportunity to to speak. Evening all. Um, firstly, um, author amazing initiative, and and onboarding Miss or like the other way around, whichever way. It's it's great initiative. Uh, whatever you guys have done. If um, recently I saw a Penguin sold for like 400 ETH. So, so the Tezos Foundation grant was like what one and a half Penguin. And and look at the amount of people Misan was able to tap into and, and the amount of lives changed, the amount of beautiful artwork which has been collected. So this is a massive feat on its, on its own rights. Um, and the amount of um, delight which has been kind of shine on all of these amazing talent so as as some of the audience were saying, uh, I've been collecting on on Tezos, and I'm quite surprised Ms. Han managed to 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 shine light on artists which uh, have not come across in the last six seven months. Uh, and and Lawrence was saying he's not seen Luis for, for for a very long time. It was it's it's quite shocking that these this this level of talent existed and and was not tapped into. Um, and and great thanks to Ms. Han to to bring that to light. Um, and. So I'm I'm really sorry for so what's what's been going on for for the last twenty four hours or uh, or for a while, uh, Miss Han and Arthur. Um, all I would say is I think we should we should probably just ignore um, those those conversations. Transparency is needed, as I said. Um, so so the way I look at things is um, Miss Han is very approachable. If anybody says otherwise, then probably we'll have to question that. Um, is, these things can be professionally dealt with. Um, it could have been a, a professional conversation. It shouldn't come to come to this, um, given given it's put on a social media and the, and the way the noise is being created itself speaks volumes, in terms of what the motives are. So I'll, I'll probably will leave it there. Uh, I won't I won't I won't discuss much. So wh- whatever the intentions are, um, so the good thing to know is there is. It could be that there are some people who who won't like, and I think we have to be realistic. So maybe if if somebody asks you a question, author. Kent as a foundation have every single artist artwork in, in, in the first curation? Probably the answer is no, we can't have everybody. So um, there has to be some realistic expectations um, uh, set in the, in the first place. And if people are kind of coming up with narratives for, for their own benefits or for their own, own agenda, then, then that's that. But, but the key thing here is um, just because a community leader or a member say something doesn't mean that's the whole community. So we are part of the community as well. So we have a different view. 
So, so although there are some people who have a different view, but there is also another people who has a very positive view and, and whatever Tesla's foundation has done and, and the contribution Misan has done. I'm quite surprised Misan with having his day job plus doing this, buying artworks from amazing artists at like two or three in the morning, the amount of effort and stuff he's put in, we, we should be celebrating what, what the, the work which has been done. Uh, but like I said, it's a shame that it's come to this point where uh, we are having conversations about um, about these things. But anyways, so that was that was a little something I wanted to say, son. But yeah, I, I love I love what you're doing. Um, if 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 there is if there is another another um, duration happening, I would love to see you again. Oh no! Oh no! No no! <laughs> I, I'm, I'm done. I can't I can't take the heat. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's been it's been a great pleasure. Um, um, there's somebody else I brought on. No. Um, does anyone else on stage have anything? Um, oh, Violet Bond. Sorry, you disappeared. What happened to you? I don't know. Probably, probably got rugged. Miss Anne, I have a question, and may I, whilst Violet gets back. Mm-hmm. So the question is a little bit about technicalities and in terms of transparency as well, because mm-hmm. um, like on in our wallets, anyone can send anything as well. So well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the, the, the issue that I think Arthur and, and the team, we need to also look at because there's a whole bunch of yeah. stuff in there that I certainly haven't bought. And I, but, you know, we, 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 we will have someone that will look at it and it's very easy to see because there's no acquisition price for it. Um, right. And and, and and perhaps you could have a separate gift wallet for the Tezos Foundation that has uh, been sent without uh, without consent or permission, I guess. Uh, that, that, so that works if people just generally want to make a gift. If, if, if people just want to like kind of sneakily look uh, like they've been collected, yeah. then, then that doesn't work. Um, there are ways around this. So, so basically, most, most, most people collect, collect just with an address, but you can collect with a smart contract. You know, like there's nothing that says that the owner of, a, uh, of an art piece needs to be a, uh, an address. It, can, it needs to be like a key. It can, it can be a smart contract. And you can have a smart contract that rejects inbound. So that you, you cannot actually like, um, that you cannot even send it to the, uh, to the, uh, oh, wait, actually, no, no, no. With an NFC, you can still do that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a weird, um, it's, it, it, it's a bit of a weird, uh, uh, aspect, which is that you cannot really refuse, uh, gifts, uh, whether it's Tezos or, or Ethereum. I think if, and when we get more, more, uh, more usage of tickets, Tickets will prevent this, but yeah. but right now it's uh, right now it's difficult. But I also, think... Arthur, um, sorry to interrupt. Just one question. Just, um, it just occurs to me because on ETH, there are yes. um, quite a lot of malicious um, NFTs, encrypted malicious files sent as well. We don't yes. have any of the filter system on on any of the platform 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 just yet either and as the smart contracts and people the devs on tezos are getting obviously you know they, they're getting more attention as well i'm wondering if this could be the the next target for any of these suspicious activities so how do we protect ourselves i think these things we need to maybe have a separate space and have a conversation about these things as well 
Yeah, it's interesting. A really interesting topic. Um, there's some some a few things that I've noticed. So, you know, some protections. So, for example, on object.com, by default, it will not show you interactive NFTs um, because you know since they interact with you, they could replace the page and so on and so forth. So, there's like a little bit of protection here. Um, there were also tools built for the community. So, for example, um, Cryptonomic um, build. Uh, built a tool that is a useful NFT image proxy. So the way that the way that works is like let's say you're building a wallet, for example, you wouldn't want to um you wouldn't want to just load whatever image is in the metadata because the metadata could be a URL. So you could be like stealing someone's IP address, like assuming an IP address with a uh, with an, with a blockchain address like this. And so the what they offer is a proxy that that they will um, cache the image, but also do um, content uh, filtering on the images so that you know you don't get obscene images sent to you and they just like pop up on your wallets. Um, so we have a few wallets that do this type of filtering so that you don't get unwanted uh, uh, things just showing up like this in your wallet. But um, yeah, malicious files. This you know this will happen. Uh, there's some level of protection that we can put in the wallets in the indexers, but Ultimately, I think it's. Uh, I, I I I do think being able to have standards where you can't like where you can't be sent something that you don't that you don't want would be uh, would be helpful. People who do malware will find other ways to send the malware, but at least it would uh, it would hamper their effort. But the dilemma right now is that if you're looking at uh, at a wallet, you have two options. You can either display to someone all the tokens that they own including ones that have been sent to them that they don't necessarily want, or you can have them add manually one by one the token that they that they want to see in their wallets, but that's that's very painstaking. Uh, and there's no there's no good there's no good middle ground at the moment. Yeah. Um it's interesting because I, I hear I don't hear of as many scams on ETH as I do on TERS. Maybe maybe that's um could change, <laughs> but um, I I definitely think we we have had a lot of we've had two types. We've had really kind gifts by artists that we've acquired that is really high quality work, and then we've had just all kinds of madness just sent to the wallet. So um, that's another thing that um, we 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 need to take a, a look at. Um, we're going to be finishing off soon, but it, I'm just checking because I really wanted to give people in the community time to ask. Um, any questions and if if there's anyone that wants to come up and ask one final question um please let me know i i, I you know it's not every day we have um arthur in a space with us so um you know please take this opportunity and, and also kevin lawrence blessing anyone else in the room if anything you want to say whilst whilst i check the invitations please uh yeah please. i just added uh in the uh in the thread for the space, the uh, the image proxy that Arthur just mentioned from Cryptonomic. So you can check that out, uh, particularly if you're a builder um, or you want to suggest something to the builders of these uh, wallets and marketplaces. Um, also, uh, another point I wanted to, to mention, because I think like it's so good that we get to have uh, these types of conversations and so rapidly um, when, when they come up to such prominence. Uh, and I think the thing to also keep in mind is that like Tezos throughout its history, um, it's always had the ethos of uh, transparency and decentralization beyond equitable decentralization beyond, um, I think, 
uh, any other ecosystem. And it's attracted people who believe in that stronger than anywhere else. And those people became builders. And so you had this sort of self-reinforcing dynamic, which has made us uh, had the highest standard for these things. So, you know, I think I think we can be grateful for that. Um, and and also the, the Tezos Foundation, as we know it, um, I mean, it came to be very much because of social community uh, discussions like this, um, which are, it's something to celebrate and be proud of. Yeah, no, completely agree, Kevin. Completely agree. And um, I think we finally got Vi- Violet. Are you in? She's been rugging hard. <laughs> um, you have to forgive me, Masan. Um, I'm in the middle of the outlet, so I'm finding it hard to hear you. Um, but I'm reading you on the closed captions function. <laughs> uh, oh. So I hope that that's okay. Um, I just really wanted to add on that point of transparency. The one thing that's been really deeply important for me about Tezos has actually been the lack of censorship. Um, I think that, I mean, my work has been taken down repeatedly by Instagram. I know that Victoria's work was censored in the early days by um, Foundation. And there have been a lot of us that create work that's designed to start complex conversations and our artwork is continuously chopped out of spaces where we can find our audiences um, and that's why for me my most um, my most thought-provoking work the work that's from my kind of the depths of my soul I brought to Tezos because of a conversation um, that I had with other people in the space about the freedom of expression so I agree that it's the decentralized nature as well is so deeply important but the I think from an from a very newbie to Tezos perspective, the the decentralized nature of Tezos has also led to the lack of censorship going hand in hand. And for me and my work, that has just been absolutely crucial for me. It's basically meant that I have a home to be able to make the work that I really want to make. And I know that that's the case for lots of other artists. Um, so I really just wanted to you know, to Arthur and to you and to the people that have actually just said, oh, yeah, this is completely normal. Here's a home, have a platform, you know, go for it. I think that that also needs to be really highlighted because I don't think that that's as natural on other platforms. Yeah. And it seems right, so that, that's a huge, for Tezos. So that's just, a huge, to, just to highlight the importance of that lack of censorship and creating the spaces that you have for the difficult conversations um, I think is deeply important um, to push art generally, but to push the conversations forward in the crypto art space kind of across the board. So, you know, thank you for that. Uh, that, that that's a really important point. And Arthur, uh, Violet, thanks. Uh, Arthur, this is a question that I, I've actually been meaning to ask you myself, and, and, and that's on censorship. You know, the, there are many artists from Cuba, uh, many uh, nude artists, many artists from Iran um, that have been delisted um and deplatformed on ethereum um what what is the is that something that can or cannot happen on tezos because i think uh, quite a lot of people would love to know that well i think you know they, they they've been they've been delisted by centralized actors so you know if it's open sea is a centralized you know it's a centralized us company um and you know if you have a centralized us company Building on the Tezos ecosystem, can they censor? Yes, 
so th- that could happen. I think it's more of a, um, I think it's more of a corporate reflex, a cover your ass reflex for a platform, you know, like, uh, like OpenSea's are VC backed, you know, heavily VC backed, heavily US centric. A lot of our communities are more grassroots. We're more centered on different parts of the world um, than the US, which I think is helpful and less, a little less corporate, a little less commercial, which is not to say that you know, people are not building successful businesses on Tezos, but I would say that it's a little less of the Silicon Valley to sort of like this, course, this big company and, and then you know, like raise billions of dollars for it. Um, so I would say it's probably a little less subject to it, but it, you know, of course it could, uh, it could happen. It depends on who the, uh, who the actors are, but we, we do have, a, I think we do have a stronger ethos of, uh, of decentralization, which is helpful. And, you know, we saw it with, uh, with Hick and Nunc. So for, for example, you know, when, when, um, when Raphael decided to stop Hick and Nunc, the platform was back up in a couple of hours. Uh, and the reason for that is because it was built in open source. Um, all the uh, all the art was uploaded to IPFS with IPFS link in the metadata, uh, and uh, and and because everything else was was on chain, and that and and I think that's the strongest resistance to censorship is when things are built with open standards, with open source code in the open. Um, that's the strongest uh, resistance to censorship, and it's still an issue that's very very prevalent in a in a system. You look at and, and that's culture, and and culture is is very important and shapes a lot of uh, things. You know, the old adage is that culture is strategy for breakfast. You look at the Solana ecosystem, for example, very, very few applications are open source. And there's no particular reason for it. It's not like there's nothing stopping you from open sourcing your code. It's just not something that people do. And, and likewise, in a physical system, open sourcing your code is typically thing that people do is just, you know, what the culture is like and what people tend to uh, to favor. So open source code, using IPFS as opposed to using uh, uh, links to uh, to website, all of these things, they contribute to forming a culture where uh, censorship becomes a lot, a lot harder. Thank you for that, Arthur. Thank you. Um, we, we have the final speaker, um, Basses. Um, how are you, sir? Hello, Masan. Thank you so much. Thank you for the space. Thank you, Arthur, Lawrence, everyone, mostly been listening. Um, and it's really great to be able to have this level of transparency. It's really interesting to hear Arthur's thoughts as well in terms of like the tax of transparency. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, I, I sort of wanted to come up and just second or advocate for understanding because um, like I think it was yesterday or the day before I saw the Tezos Foundation tweeted and there was a link to actually see the collection. So that was really helpful. Um, and I guess, I guess the main question is like, is that the best resource for us to know, you know, whether, whether we're being included? I mean, just in this space, I've learned a lot um, because I think, you know, a lot of us may be on like a personal mission and for me, particularly as it relates to music, but um, others as well. So I think just understanding, you know, exactly what pieces are in the collection is really helpful. And I just mainly want to say thank you for everything that every that you have been doing and for even just this opportunity to speak and to put more eyes on digital art and the importance and everything you've done up to this Misson is amazing. So I uh, thank you, Arthur, as well for this ecosystem and, and Kathleen. Thank you. Thank you. And to answer your question, um, 
yes, it's currently the best resource uh, to look at this. But just saying it actually makes it very obvious that we need a better way of doing it. It's not enough to just look at a website. Probably the best thing we can do is uh, is have a key sign all the NFTs that were collected. Like we could we could just sign the list, and if we have a signature of the list, that's the best thing because it's not like it's not what's owned by an address. It's what has been signed as being part of the collection. So we'll do that next. Uh, let's 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 make it a, a bit more formal and beyond. Like oh well, that's on the web page. So we'll have like we'll have cryptographic evidence of what's on uh, what's in the collection and not in the collection, which is uh, a better standard. Thank you, thank you very much, and thank you for the space again, and uh, for always being in the spaces, Masan as well, and being a part of the community. Thank you. No worries. Do we have any final thoughts from anyone on the space, including you, Sir Arthur? Blessings, hands up. Sorry, blessing. Um, I just wanted to ask um one question um to Ms. Atha, um, about the art being collected into the permanent collection. Um, I know you mentioned um, possibly like studying the work and having exhibitions in the outside world. But like, I would like to know, like, you know, um, what happens next in general, like with all of the works, because it's a lot of works that have been collected so far. And I'd like to know, like, what plans you have for them in the permanent collection? Um, yeah, to, to, again, plans to make plans. I would say that, so the two things that I've mentioned already, uh, for sure is building a, uh, you know, putting it in, uh, putting it in the virtual environments so that you can see it better than just on a, on a web page. at a minimum, uh, you know, at very minimum, putting it on, on cyber, right. In, 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 in some environment, but possibly like building a new community environment for it would be, uh, would be interesting. Maybe even commissioning an artist for, uh, for building the space. That's one thing. Uh, and the other one is displaying it in galleries around the world. Maybe have a, you know, have like a touring exhibit in different places. That's like, that's one option that comes to mind. Uh, partnering with NFT, with NFT galleries, displaying part of the collection. Uh, this type of um, um, this type of things uh, we it's it's still very it's still very new it, it it still happened recently so we're still strategizing as to like what is the best way of showcasing the uh, the collection and of course you know if if it's an exhibit we're not like like you said it's a big collection we might not exhibit the entire collection in one exhibit so there might be a selection for a different gallery at different uh, uh, in different places and different and different time but it's it's very much to be determined. Uh, I, I, I wish I had like a, a detailed description, like this is exactly what's going to happen and so on and so forth. But there's many, many things going on, and we kind of have to like take things one at a, you know, take things, take it one thing at a time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Andressa, uh, I I do have. Oh, sorry. Well, that was exactly my question. <laughs> so I appreciate you asking a uh, blessing. So um, just final words, just really thank you, Ms. Tan, for what you're doing. And thank you, Arthur, for like this amazing ecosystem. You know, so, so grateful. This is, you know, something that I couldn't like imagine a couple of years ago. So really, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, thank you. And you're very, uh, you're very welcome. And oh, and by the way, like I said, plans to make plans, and, and I cited two things which are kind of obvious, which is you know, the like um, virtual gallery and then touring in actual galleries. But there are probably better ideas out there, and if you have ideas on what we could do to uh, for the collection and to leverage it and like better ways to showcase it, 
or or to make use of it. Of course, we are all ears. So you know, please uh, feel free to uh, to reach out if you have uh, if you have ideas on on the, on how to best um, what's the best thing we can you know what's the best thing we can do with the existing collection. I feel like you can also like make like maybe uh, I don't know if it's like you know how they say suggestion suggestion box something like that where people can you know pop in ideas and then you can you know so it can help you in deciding how to you know um, exhibit the work and whatnot. Suggestion box noted blessing um <laughs> <laughs> no worries no worries just you know me just dm me any ideas you have and i'll make sure the folks at the foundation are are um are, are on you know are, have visibility on it um lawrence i think uh this is pretty much the last thing um so i don't know if uh arthur or kathleen when they were um creating their project and, and starting Tezos ever imagined that it would be the the home for an art movement of our generation for a contemporary art movement um but you have built a home for this for a contemporary art movement and um you know um thank you for doing so and uh you know i guess that's just realizing one of the sort of amazing ways this universe works that uh you know if you build it they will come and um you know, you've enabled us to connect. That that's really what you've done. Building these tools enabled us to connect and form a culture that we're all just you know benefiting from and loving, and and you know we can communicate in beautiful ways through through these tools that you're building. That's all. Thank you. Well, I, I, thank you. Thank Lord. you for this. And and I I'm just gonna I'm scrolling down and looking at. Um, beyond the speakers, you know, I just want to run through a few people. We've got Perrin, legend, uh, Dilek, one of the great photographic talents of this generation. Goldcat, I completely stalk your uh, your wallet. Um, amazing photographer, Tyler James in there. We've got Everfresh, who's one of the great, um, you know, animated loop artists, both on eth- Ethereum and Tezos. Um, and, and Everfresh, I have to, you know, you know, he, he messaged me about some of the troubles earlier today and we actually had a conversation, which I really appreciate him reaching out to me directly. Um, you've got Kemha whose work is, is, is medicine to my actual mental health journey. That's how important I believe Kemha's work is. Um, one of the great sort of finds, I believe in the Tezos ecosystem. Awelewa Charles, a brilliant Nigerian artist who I found on ETH and he's found his home on Tezos. I'm just going through quickly, just, you know, you've got Pronoia, who honestly is doing, you know, next level um, collecting on FX hash particularly. And I've, um, you know, he he sends me notes and I sometimes feel like I have so much to learn and, you know, ball of life and Lonely Lonely Boy have helped me um, understand his ecosystem. Um, We have available NFTs who knows every OG in, in the space. And this, you know, he, he, he told me fuck render had work on Tezos. I was like, what, you know, it's just amazing. And, you know, Hamid, uh, I've collected your portraits, which as a photographer myself, I can say is as good as any work I've seen in the world. Um, HB love box. I mean, you know, a ray of light helping, um, disenfranchised voices, uh, and, and a great artist in your own right. Lily Castro, uh, woman photographer who um, Eve didn't see 
um, in the way that, um, you know, the male gaze has taken over so much of ETH photography. We're lucky to have you here. Le Chatnois, great conversation in the spaces I had with you and we've become fast friends. I could go on all day, you know, I, I you know, there's threesomes is even in the space, you know, and we got a grail piece from threesomes into uh, the foundation. And that was a huge moment for so many people. And the culture he's built <clears throat> with his tribe is no flipping joke. Um, and, and I, you know, I felt that it had, had to be in, in the foundation and he sent me such a graceful note. Um, and, and I, you know, I, I'm learning so much about um, the different stories and make up the soup of what Tezos is. And Kablin is there. We spoke today on the phone. It goes on so much. Um, so many different characters that are um, really as important as each other, um, that are the building blocks of, of what, what Lauren said, which is this new art movement um, that uh, is be being built on Tezos. So I wanted to thank everyone for taking the time. This space is recorded, so it will stay up, I hope, if I don't press something wrong. And <clears throat> again, reach out to me. Um, or anyone else in this space, if you have any questions or concerns, and we'll keep trying to do our best to build this space right. Thank you very much, Arthur, and everyone else that came up to speak and listen. Thank you, Misa. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Tezos Pack with Arthur B. Recorded on Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often in the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit, like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements. Of course, we're tripping balls. And it reports it The latest proof ain't a way to move Change of view Just a bunch of pack of heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner Finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch Over shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move Change of view Just a bunch of peck of heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner Finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two
Spaces.